Welcome to Entertain Her with Erica Cedeno and Sarah Sanderson. Catch up every week with your new best friends as they pull back the curtain of what it's really like living in and with All right, we are back. You're here with Sarah and Erica. Hey. Yeah, I changed that up on you because we've got an intro now. I tried to be like, okay, I'm not going to say the same thing that I always say. So that's what I went with. I hope it worked. Um, I like it. I like uh, it. Yeah, so we are back. We got a fun, a fun episode today for you. Get ready. It's time for the wind down. Grab your drink. Grab a coffee, a glass of wine, maybe a tea, maybe just some water, and get ready for us to spill the tea. So yeah, my mom is here, which is exciting. Uh, she hasn't been here in a few months, and it's crazy. She's like, oh my God, Isabella's changed so much. Um, we're getting ready for our trip, which I'm like really having anxiety about and just trying to think about it, which is not probably a good solution. I should start packing <laughs> and making a list. <laughs> I realize I'm not good when I have options. So I needed to get a travel stroller. I like to get, and I know that I have friends that find this annoying. Like if I if I reach out to you and I say, hey, do you do this or do you like this? I also am going to text a couple of the people. Like I don't just ask you. Like I ask a few people and like they kind of caught on to that. And they're like, Sarah, we don't have time to answer all your questions. You're not even listening to us. But I like to like do like a poll, get opinions and, you know, if a few of them are like, oh, my God, we love the Nuna. I'm like, OK, great. Obviously, the Nuna is great. But then they all have different opinions and I get so confused. And I went to this. I'm just not like I'm good if you're like, just get this. OK, but if you give but me you're options, a bunch of different people, that's the problem. Right. I guess. <laughs> yeah. But it's like I want to I think cause I always want to find the best. Like I want to have yeah, the yeah, best yeah. thing or make it perfect. Like I ha- try to be like a perfectionist. And I stress out so much over like, which one should I get? Which one should I do with anything? Like even picking furniture for the house or doing like, I'm not an impulsive person. Like I overthink everything and it's a nightmare. So I finally got the stroller so I can stop thinking about it. But I just noticed that's a really bad trait that I have, personality trait I have is I can't make up my mind. I get stuck when there's too many options. I don't know if people can relate. I can relate. I'm a little indecisive. You wouldn't think that because I'm such like a like I know what I want and I'm very um, stubborn as to far as like my vision, but then I'm indecisive. It's hard to pull the trigger sometimes. Uh, so yeah, I hear you there. You need almost like uh, someone to like tell you that they agree with you, right? That's how I am at least. But yeah. I see what you're doing. So you're asking multiple people and if they repeat themselves, then you're probably going to go with that one, right? Yeah. Because there are reviews. You could read... You could read reviews, you know, because those are huge for me. Mm-hmm. No? <laughs> yeah. No, I I do that. But I also like hit up, you know, my mom friends, which ties into this episode of It Takes a Village, because I want to see like what worked for them or what they liked or didn't like. Maybe they'll say, oh, I hate that. And one of the issues was the snoo. Everyone's like, oh, you got to get the snoo. And then I had hired a night nurse and she's like, oh, no, don't, don't, don't use the snoo. I hate the snoo. And I went, why? Yeah. She's like. Like it's not good for their brains. They just go back and forth the whole time. And then when you transition them to the bed, they're used to being rocked. And then that's a yes. nightmare. So then they I didn't get the snoo. Soothe. My friends that were using the snoo, their babies were sleeping until like six months old. And she was not sleeping. So I have no idea what the right answer was. And like their babies were fine being rocked. But I listened to the 
it's like if you t- if you're gonna feed into my fears, then you're gonna help me make a solution of to not do something of like, oh no, yeah. my brain's gonna be rocking. <laughs> so uh, well, I, I mean, know. this is why I love the this episode because this this is motherhood, right? I feel like there's a million different ways you can go, and there is no right or wrong. And it does it really depends on just the child too, because they're all so different. And what works for you is what's right or what you want for your baby, I guess, is what's right. Um, Well, let me tell you, everybody knows I'm a super soccer mom. I love soccer so much. I never played it. I wish I would have because that's how obsessed I am. But I grew up like on the pitch. So my dad was a, a president of a soccer club for like 12 years, which a lot of people don't know that. And his younger brother, my uncle played professionals. He played for Atlas in Mexico. And then he came to the States and played for Chicago fire. So I feel like it's kind of in me because when I was a kid, I was always like on, on, on the pitch. So clearly you guys know that I go to these like LAFC games and galaxy games. And I feel like I know more about like the players in the game than like even Matt, I'm asking like him questions while we're going to this game. And he's like, I don't know. I I don't know where he came from. I don't, is he from the premier league? And so I just think it's so funny that I'm like, so obsessed about this because we went to the LAFC LA galaxy game Um, so we go with this couple friend of ours and it's just the best time. Like, I don't know when the last time you do or how often you do Sarah, like a double date night, but I just forget how amazing those things are when you're, when you're with the right couple or with the right people. I literally felt like I was like in my twenties again, like going to, we were laughing. We were, I mean, it was just so, it was so entertaining. It was so fun. And I just love having that type of connection with like another couple. So shout out to Steve and Jennifer. I love you guys. It was an epic night. It was super fun. When's the last time you did a date Um, night? Double date night. A double date night would probably be with Zula and Kevin. Like it's been a while, but we've done a couple with them and that was really fun. Like we went to Mama's Fish House in Maui. That was so much fun. But we went to Dantana's. You went to Maui? A while ago. For a date night? Well, when we were in Maui, we did a double date at Mama's Fish oh, House. Right. And then poor Kevin Dillon was like, um, thanks for the invite because <laughs> he was also on the trip, but he didn't have a date with a him. Date. So we, we did not invite him to Mama's Fish House. He was by himself Aww. at the hotel. I know that was probably not very nice. Um, well, fifth wheel. I mean, and I'm that okay was, with the fifth wheel, but. Yeah. yeah, that was crazy because it rained out of nowhere, like pouring pouring rain right when we're finishing dinner I went to the bathroom and I went oh my god is that rain and I look and I was like you guys it's raining and they're like okay I'm like Doug like we had rented a convertible and it was down (laughs) and he's like oh shit and so they're running to the car and him and Kevin are trying to get the top up and it's dark and they can't see it was awful oh my goodness that's hilarious you should do a double date night Yes, that would be fun. That would we'll have be to so figure fun. dinner, like a nice dinner. Yeah. There's so many good places nowadays too in LA to go to dinner. Actually, I would like to hear from the listeners. Give us some good date night dinners to go to. There's so many Ooh. good, like cool restaurants these days. So let's get into uh, the meat of the episode. Um, we're going to talk about like the fact that it takes a village or it used to take a village to raise a baby and that it should take a village and that your mom friends, you're going to rely on them. As I was already saying, like you need advice and just people to understand what you're going through. Because as beautiful as it is, 
It's also really hard. It's like a 16 hour day and you don't really get a break. And sometimes when they're napping, you get a break, but not really because then you have to eat yourself and try cleaning things up and do whatever you need to do because they're asleep. And then that's it. I never really understood like the village effect, but once they get a little bit older, for sure, it gets, uh, and with two, because one one could be in a lot of activities and another may not be, but eventually you're going to have to branch off. So what I love about my mom friends, which I've gotten so much better about, even in the last like few years is actually leaning on them for uh, help with like rides. If they're going to the same place, you can like get a ride. You guys can carpool together. That's like the biggest, ama- most amazing thing. Like even for school and for pickups, and which we don't really do that, but we definitely do that for play dates and ac- extracurricular activities. Um, but I just think it's so important to obviously rely on each other and know that if you need somebody to like help with the kids that you have, it, it was really hard for me. I honestly, I swear, I didn't take advantage of it because I never really wanted to obligate anybody to my kids. I was like, I had these kids. They're my responsibility. Um, Mm -hmm. Even for like grandparents, like I'm not one to really rely heavily on grandparents, which this is what I love about you and your mom, like the relationship that you have with your mom. She comes in so much. She flies in to help you. I mean, I know my mom would do it, but I guess I just never like really asked her to, you know, and I love that. Yeah. But I mean, that's such a beautiful thing for Isabella to have her grandma and then all of this like one-on-one time that she gets with her. Yeah. Like, it's amazing. I don't know about for you, Sarah, if this has been, if you've seen this yet, but I have a lot of friends that aren't moms and some of them really dropped off when I became a mom. I don't know if you've, have you, have you experienced this yet? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they obviously assume that maybe you're too busy or that you guys don't have things in common. Um, or I don't know. Do we just get boring or as moms? <laughs> well, I know that a few of them have said, well, I don't want to bug you. Like, I know you're busy, so they don't want to invite you. They know you can't go to whatever it is or call because they don't want to be bothering you. This is what I've heard some people say. It's always nice to be invited. And you know, I keep my phone on silent. Call whenever you want. If I don't call you back, just don't take it personally. Cause like I either forgot or it was busy. But it's nice to rather than be like, oh, I never hear from so and so anymore, to know that they've reached out. Just to be like, how are you? How's it going? Um, yeah. I also was gonna say, so you know, they they have that fourth trimester where they for the mom to really recover. You've gone through so much with your hormones. If you had a C section, especially. And it's so true because like there's that saying, it takes a village. But back in the day, that's what they did. The In the village, everyone in the village would help raise your baby. Like everyone helped you. Like it wasn't just do this all on your own. And that's right. where that saying comes from. So it really is true that, you know, it's not only okay to h- ask for help, but it's healthy and sometimes necessary because it is hard to do it all on your own especially in that fourth trimester when you need to be recovering and healing so that you hopefully won't get um, postpartum depression, which I mean, even doing that, who knows, you may still get it, but it's pretty common. Um, But it's important to take care of you so that you can take care of your baby. 
Yes, oh, for sure. I, I truly believe that. I mean, I'm, I'm the mom when I had my babies, I'm the mom that kind of like, uh, retracted. If people wanted to come visit me, I really didn't really want that so much. So I think it just kind of depends. And I think that's people clearly, you know, that and can feed like off of that. So then they're like, Oh, uh-huh. she wants to be, she wants to be left alone. Like, why, I really, why didn't you want them? Why? I don't know. I think I just felt like I couldn't, like, it was hard for me to walk after labor. <laughs> I had my babies like natural and it was really hard. I I, I remember like, just kind of like late, like wanting to lay down. I was like in, in a bed for a little bit, or I was like sitting in a, you know, type of sitting position. Like I was just not feeling uh, very social. Like, you know, I'm super social and I love people around and I don't know what happened or why, but my hormones were just like, I want it to be just me and the baby and, and Matt, you know, I didn't want anybody around my mom offered to come. And I was just like, Nope, it's just, yeah, I was like that mom. So I don't know wow. what it is. Everyone's different. It took me a long time to, to understand the whole village effect and the idea of it. But now that my kids are a little bit older, obviously I, I definitely take advantage of that with, um, Jackson, um, cause mm-hmm. he's so active, but Aviana, not yet really. I mean, we talked about this on text message. I haven't left my kids for longer than one or two nights. And my, I have a 10 year old son and a five-year-old daughter. So I need to get, I mama needs time. to get out. I think I it's need time. to get a village to my house to take care of my kids. So me and Matt can go on vacay or something. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I just definitely isolated. I isolated. Um, and I just think that I wanted that alone time, maybe. Oh, I love I that. I don't know. Yeah, I definitely, um, I don't have a problem asking my mom to come help because I know like she really wants to. Um, I mean, she's waited so long to have a grandkid. So she's like so Aww. excited. And she really yeah. wants to be there and she's a lot of help. Um, but as far as like, I've had so many friends be like, oh, if you ever need me to, you know, babysit or come help. And I'm like, yeah, but I don't ever take them up on it because I'm not good in that sense of feeling like I'm inconveniencing someone who's not like my family, you know, yes. be like, oh, yes. hey, did you want to really come babysit or did you, you really mean me? it? <laughs> That's the other thing is people sometimes are like, let's get lunch. Oh, I'll love to babysit. And then you're like, oh, sure. Can Friday night? And they're like, what? You know, like, Wait, I what? don't know. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So as it is hard for me to, I guess, accept like help from non-family members. Cause I just, I feel too guilty. Like I'd rather, you know, have a, a nanny than my friend helping. Same. That's what I did. And that's another thing too. I feel like, because again, I isolated some, some of my friends were like, oh, she doesn't want us around. So I lost some friendships, but I feel things happen for a reason. I truly believe in that. So, I mean, I miss definitely some of those friends, but I also just feel like there needs to be an effort on both sides, uh, which that's yeah. actually a great conversation about friends and really how, like how you hold on to those friendships. Like how old were they when that changed? When you went, okay, I'm ready for people to start coming over. Six to nine months, I would say after I had them, that visitor that I was cool with like visitors and stuff. But, oh, that's what I was going to say that the nanny, you're right. I got, I just got help because I felt like I couldn't ask my friends for it. And then moms 
like understand, but then I also feel like, but they're, they're doing their mommy thing. Like, why would they want to take, right? Why, yeah. Why I'm like, they- what are you going to do with your kids? Like, you can't come babysit. Who's going to babysit your kids? Yeah. So it gets a little complicated, but um, yeah, I feel like it's funny because do the dads ever like think about this stuff? Is there like a dad's village or is it just the mom's village? You know, I, I have no idea because I, I feel like the dads definitely still have a lot more freedom than the mom, especially if you're breastfeeding. Like you you really don't have a lot of freedom to just go be gone all day and not think about it. Unless right. They're taking a bottle and then you're pumping all day. Um, But yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. Dads out there, let us know if you also have a dad village. Um, I know Doug does not, but maybe other dads do. <laughs> so. Uh, Yeah, well, I mean, I know, I know some relationships where, you know, the dad is more like in the mommy role, you know, there are people like, yes, I I also one comes to mind, too. That's definitely not my household. But um, and I like that. I mean, I like my time with her. But yeah, I think it could be the moms, the moms or the dads and a few of my mommy and me groups. Some dads join and then the music class that I took her to a couple of times, there was just dads there with the baby and not the moms. So they were doing their dad duties. Yes, um, I love that. So what So you were kind of touching on the differences that you have noticed in your parenting approach when you're isolated versus when you are connecting with other mom friends. Oh, like, huge. I honestly, yeah, I kind of do think about that a lot because I was like, why did I keep away for so like six to nine months on your own, kind of just with your little family circle is is a long time when you're going through it day in well, and day out, 24 seven. We, we did that for, I think, three months because the doctor, everyone was so sick It was when she was born and the doctor even right. said, and she was a small and they were like, I'd keep her away from everybody. I think until yeah. whenever she can get her first shot, first was that two months. Yeah. So yeah, I, yeah, yeah six yeah. months is a long time, but I feel you. We did that. I mean, I think it depends, obviously, if you have like your group of friends that are clearly like you feel super comfortable around and you could do and say anything, then it's nice to have that, that support. But I really feel like I missed out on just time with my friends during that time. It probably would have benefited me for sure. Um, I didn't go through like postpartum at all with Jackson, but with Aviana, I think I did feel a little something like when she was a little bit older, like at six to nine months. And yeah, that those are the times that I should have had my friends because we are super social human beings. Like we love to be around our friends. Like there's nothing like a good girl gang. Like, that's what I say. Like, it's funny because I crave my time with my friends and it's different. It's different. The time with like the moms, it's time, time with the girls, time with your girlfriends, than it is with your husband. I mean, I love my husband to to death, obviously, and there's nobody like him. But at the same time, mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like that, like female space, yeah. the energy where you can just the estrogen. Be... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and we just we're so open and we talk about so much more than like the guys. I feel like they just don't want to hear about everything. And we're super detailed. And I think sometimes it's annoying to Matt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, men hate it. They're like, what is this? The He's like, okay, just tell me the story. Like, can you get to the point faster? And I'm like, no, <laughs> you need to hear the details. <laughs> well, the I details also matter. find, I find, um, I get it. I get why moms hang out together because 
you know, like you said, it's not anyone's fault, but until you have a kid, you're just, you don't understand. Like you, you're not on the same page. And especially if you're hanging out with someone who has a kid around the same age, you're going through a lot of the same thing. So you can kind of lean yes. on each other, um, be like, does your clothes fit? No. Okay, good. I don't feel so bad about myself, you know, that you're in the same boat. Yes. Um, is your baby sleeping? Is your baby doing this? So the mommy and me groups have been really something I look forward to every week or even just we have this group chat because just checking in like is this happening or how did you do this like because you want to just bounce ideas off the people and see what's working and not working because it is scary and you obviously like I told you I already have an issue with trying to do everything perfect so I don't want to mess her up or like yeah I think I think I don't know if you have felt this yet but I'm curious Sarah have you also felt like some like okay so sharing information is clearly super valuable like I share so much uh with some specific moms because like you know they're Jackson's going to be 10 so he's like the hormones are kind of starting so it's like okay what are you doing that's working what are you doing that's not working like tell me about your successes and your failures right because those are equally important like I'm I'm the kind of mom that is not afraid to like say or share anything. Like if I, if there's something that didn't work and it's not great, then I'll say that like, oh, I did this. And it, the, you know, like the timeout thing, the timeout does not work for Jackson. So like just, we share like successes and we share failures, which I love. But when my kids were a little bit younger, did you feel like guilt, like obviously the mom guilt from getting shared stories from these moms, like, oh, I'm not doing that. Oh, I'm not. Oh, yeah. Shoot, I wish I would. <laughs> yeah. I remember in the beginning and the mommy and me, they're like, yeah, our nighttime routine is I do this and that. And then I sing her a song and I'm like, oh, I never sing her a song. I was supposed to be singing her a song. Like, oh no. <laughs> so then I started singing her a song, but I mean, just stuff like that. I didn't know to do, or I'm like, oh no, whoops. I just find that you know, you have to just not allow it to be like a competitive thing with moms because that happens too, where it's like, oh, you're not, you don't have your child that, oh yeah, you should do, you should do piano. You should be doing like some music class because it's so good for their brain and da, da, da. I did piano with Jackson, but I did not or have not. Aviana's still young. She's five. Um, But I was like, did it really work for him? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I loved know. piano when I was little. Did you do it? I loved it. I did. Yeah. I did lessons. I don't remember any of the songs, but I mean, I, I had recitals. I did it. And then, um, you know, there's once they get a little bit older, there's tutoring that you can do where you're like, what? You've been tutoring your kid for how long? Like there's a mom that I know that their kids were in tutoring and they were like in kindergarten. And I was wow. like, oh my gosh, I've never have thought to like, so that I had like major guilt, which this was not like a competitive thing. She was just trying to like, give me advice, which I loved. Um, but I felt really bad. I was like, Oh, man, I should have been doing this for who knows how long, right? Yeah, so the village is nice, but uh, just don't let it get hard to um, compare. Yeah, not compare. Because uh, yeah, a couple yeah. like one of the girls that's I think she's two weeks older than Isabella. She's been waving and saying mommy and daddy for like a month and a half. And Isabella does not wave yet. She says mom, mama, but not daddy. So I'm always like, wow, that other kid's really advanced. <laughs> like, but it's all like, they all do it on their own time, they say. But I was going to say, I noticed with friends that don't have kids, like one thing that they don't seem to be grasping and it's not their fault at all, but it's that um, 
like there's like that bedtime routine yet they have to go to bed at seven and I have so many friends that are like hey so do you guys want to do dinner you know at six or did you want to go do this at this nap and I'm like I can't and they're just like why not like they're not understanding so I feel like that sometimes is difficult if you are still hanging out a lot with your friends that don't have kids they probably think it's annoying like well I don't understand why you know you can't come earlier you can't do this and it's always like just sort of sort of hard like you hear like you feel like they're not hearing you or they're thinking you're lying or something yeah no I think I think that yeah I totally can understand that um because you feel like that's like the the ritual right like that's the thing that you do it's not even like because I I remember I would get asked like well why can't someone else do it like why can't Matt do it why can't like you get somebody like a sitter and I'm like uh I don't know. Like I'm cause I want to do it. Like, why are you questioning me? <laughs> I remember feeling this way before I had a baby. Like I'm like one of my friends who were staying in San Diego to a hotel and she had to leave early to take her kids to school. And I was like, Oh, your husband, your husband can't take them to school like one time. And she's like, no, we do it together. And I remember being like, that's crazy. All right. She's going to wake yeah. up at five, but now you I don't it. know. Now I get it. Yeah. So it's just, you know, it's, unless you're in the situation, it's it's hard to get. Tired of those same old snacks that leave you feeling blah? Well, we have something exciting to share with you. The incredible popped oat. You heard it right. Pop Oats has popped the mold to bring you a game changer in snacking. Imagine crunchy roasted oat kernels bursting with oat-rageous real flavors. Yes, sweet or savory, Pop Oats has your cravings covered with flavors like zesty ranch, swell salted caramel, and my favorite, chill out chili lime. Morning, noon, or midnight munchies, it's always a good time for Pop Oats. Try all the flavors today. Visit popoats.com and enter code ENTERTAINHER30. Type out three zero and there's an H in the entertain her if you don't already know to take 30% off your order. Guys, join the Pop Oats party and experience the craveable crunch. Oats are not just for breakfast anymore. Pop open a bag and forever change the way you eat oats. I have a WhatsApp group that's been great. And then also Instagram has been great. I have so many friends I've never even met, like mom friends that had babies around this time. And um, the like we like we you know send each other dms like oh my gosh is this happening or where did you get that like i love seeing in the background their nurseries or their stuff to be like oh they had this one or their strollers like because just to see you know what they ended up going with or what else i might need or a certain toy i'm like oh that toy's cool yes Um, i do that too i follow a bunch of moms too that i'm just like where i i can see something and i screenshot it to be remind me like to get it i mean gosh can you imagine like our moms, like they didn't have any of this. Like we have so much at our fingertips, right? Like so much digital information and they didn't have anything. So I'm like, yeah, momming is definitely an amazing job. It's a full-time job, but I think it gets easier with having all of this, all of this information that we didn't have so long ago. I feel like you lean on your non-mom friends too, Sarah. It seems yeah. like at least. No, do you? Or not? So like just, in what sense? I don't know. Well, I, I see that you hang out with like a lot of of your friends that are not moms yet. Oh, I, love. I mean, I hang out with them, but I don't ask like, hey, do you have advice on Isabella? I'd be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> 
It means like in the sense of what you mean, lean on. Yeah, no, I still like am social with them when it works, when I can. Now that she goes to bed, I can actually yeah. be social again. So it's kind of new because I was sort of just MIA for a while. Yeah, no, it's sweet. I think Aaron actually recently reached out to me. When can I take the kids? <laughs> when can I take the kids and go on a like a, a a date a date day with them? I want to take the kids and take them on a date like with Auntie without Aaron. you. Yes, without me. She's like, I want to take them to like Froyo or the park or I mean, I see this is the problem too, because I'm like, obviously, I love her to death. I trust her with everything inside of me. But I still there's still that like, um, they're going to go and they're going to be in like, with someone else and some they're going to be someone else's responsibility Two kids. I always feel even with Matt, I remember I used to like question Matt, I was like, I actually I still do. I'm like, Hey, I'm leaving. Watch Aviana. Keep your eye on Aviana because she's like quick, you know? So mm-hmm. it's maybe it's my issue with trust. <laughs> I mean, I'm right there with you. Doug, Doug hates every time I come home. I go, what's that mark on her? And he's like, I didn't do anything. What do you mean? She didn't fall. <laughs> and then so today he walks in, he goes, what's this mark on her eye? I wasn't around. What'd you do? And I was like, it happened while she was sleeping. He's like, uh-huh. If this was reversed, you would not just let that go. But I mean, it's a, yeah. it's a thing. It's a thing. Cause yeah, people ask for play dates a lot. Aviana, not yet. I, I won't do play dates, you know, without me being there, but like Jackson, I, I remember that was really hard for me to let go of that. Like, okay, yeah. he's going to go to your house and for so many hours and I'm just not going to know. I mean, you know, they say there's like helicopter parents and I don't think I'm a helicopter parent, but I'm just a very con- Trolly needing to know type of person. Okay. Is that helicopter? Okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You're a private jet parent. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. What we're trying to get at is whether or not you are a mom or a dad or you are not. Um, that it's okay to reach out and you're not going to bother them. You're not going to bug whoever's just had a baby. Just keep offering, like, do you need anything? And they might keep saying no, because like I said, I I would never say yes, actually, I need this. I would never say that. Uh, it'd be very rare for me to say that. So maybe just like take initiative and be like, you know what? I'm just going to send them some food. Food was huge yes. when I first had the baby. Because yes. like you just didn't have time to comprehend the idea that you have to now feed yourself, you know? So just right. random and like, you know what? They may already have food. Send something that could be frozen. Jones on third here in LA. They have like a whole frozen section. Someone sent us that. It was great. Cause I was like for Ooh, a, like a week. I didn't I went, know I, oh, I have nothing to eat. And then I was like, oh yeah, I have all this stuff in the freezer. And there's like beef taquitos and lasagna and cookies and all this stuff. So that was a really nice, um, a nice gift. That's amazing. And then, yeah, it's just, you know, I think we just have to accept help a little bit more and just know that that was how they raised babies. A village would help raise the baby yes. so that you could sleep and rest and cook and do all these things. And that it's okay to not do everything on your own. Absolutely. And I think for those moms that, you know, maybe don't have like their mom tribe, right. Per se, um, you can find those groups, like like we said already through like Instagram or WhatsApp. But I personally have found my biggest mo- mom tribe through school. Um, yeah. I can I've connected with a lot of like Abiana's either preschool or now kindergarten classmates, and especially Jackson because he's super active. 
you're going to find your tribe with moms that have a lot in common. For example, like the soccer moms that I have found that have kids, you know, the same age, those are probably the ones that I lean on the most, I would say. Yeah. The moms that have like the kids in the same school as them. And then obviously they're doing the same sport. So like whatever activity that is, whether it's like music or sports or art or whatever, find those moms and then start like a chat, just be very active. I think, you know, it was hard for me to do that, but I've gotten more and more used to it. And honestly, I'm like, why did I do this sooner? This is so fun. Like today we dropped off the kids. And Monday mornings, there's an assembly at the school. We drop off the kids. And after the morning assembly, we go on this mom hike, right? Oh, wow. It's like up in the mountains here. And we go, it started with like three moms. And today we had 12 moms. So every single- you started that? I actually did not. Netta started it. Okay. My friend Netta. Yeah, Yeah. it was Netta- Vero, me, shout out to Veronica, because I know she listens, and uh, Sarah, another mom, there was four of us. And now it's just like one mom has been added like every Monday, every Monday, there's like a new mom that pops up. And then it's so cute, because we when we walk, when we walk around the neighborhood, like moms are like, what is this group? Like, it's like they want to join the group. But I'm like, Oh, it's the Monday mom group, Monday hike mom group. So I love that. I love that you do that. That's great. And then even like I saw on back to school, I saw so many funny posts that all these moms like went out drinking or had like parties at the house. Like after the drop offs, they all came over for mimosas and like were celebrating that the kids were back in school. And I thought stuff like that's cute and fun. Uh, It's super, it's super fun. And yeah, they had like a Monday uh, or sorry, not Monday, like a Thursday night, like mom's night out. I didn't go to that one, but I was like, can we do it again so I can go? Um, so yeah, I think just being active and actually if, if no one's doing it, do it, be the person that is the one like starting the group or starting the, yeah, uh, I do have a question. Is Aviana going to do soccer? I really want her to, but Matt claims that she's still a little too young because we started Jackson so young that, uh, he wants, so this is a, a good topic actually he wants it to come from her. So instead of like me, like pushing her or guiding her, like I did Jackson, he's like, I think it should come from the kid. The kids say, Hey, I want to do this. I want to do that. I don't agree with this at all. So parenting styles, <laughs> little but bit. She's different. never said I want to play or she doesn't play with him. So no, we, we, I have signed her up for it like several times and it was really hard for her to like, uh, last the whole class. So she only would last like half the class and then she didn't want to do it anymore. So she, he, he's like, I don't think it's worth it unless she's like thriving and wanting to yeah. do it, you know? Wasn't she, she dancing? Dance, I was going to say, yeah. I mean, I did dance class all through college. I think it's important to, if you can have your kids personally, it's nice to have that like team bonding, being able to rely on other people you know, just feeling like you're a part of something. It's a group I mean, thing. It's I it's was nice. on a dance team. We had a okay, team. There you go. There you go. I was that in works. a cheerleading squad. Yes. I played a lot of sports, but not like like it was very like recreational, like with the neighborhood kids or like my best friends growing up. Like one was their dad was a softball coach, one was a pitcher, one was a catcher. We played all summer. But I just never did a team. I was a dancer. I did dance. But no, it was really fun. And we went to camp and we, we won awards and People respected the cheer team. I 
was a cheerleader too. I, I was a cheerleader. So I know, I hear you. It is, I just then moved to pom-poms. Did you guys call it pom-poms by the way, or no? No. The dance team? Th- yeah, that's, that's like song leading probably, pom-poms. Song leading was like a dance team. But they were, yeah. also, we were also the cheerleaders. I don't know. Anyways, sorry to all the men listening for the whole cheer conversation, but there are male cheerleaders as well. Yes. Oh my gosh. They're amazing too. I think that wraps up our episode for today. Talking about it takes a village. Reach out to your uh, friends out there. And you know what? I think there was some stuff this week. You know, people are having a hard time in general. I think just reach out to anybody. Reach out to your friends. And if you think about them, shoot them a text. Send them a call. Just say, how are you doing? Um, thinking of you. Like, you know, let's meet up. Whatever it is. Just check in on people. Because sometimes... Uh, you don't know what they're really struggling with. And sometimes, sadly, it's it's too late to check on them. And then you'll be wondering why I never I never did. So, um, so true. It's, hard, it's a hard time right now and for a lot of people. And it has been for a while. So I think, you know, check in on them. Make sure they're doing all right. All right. Well, this has been an episode of Entertain Her. I'm Sarah Sanderson. Bye, guys. Erica Cedeno. Don't forget to like Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on YouTube. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Stalk us outside our house. No, wait, don't do that last part, but maybe if you're cute. No, I'm kidding. Sorry, Doug. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Erica, where can they find us? Entertain Her Podcast, guys.